Welcome, it's the Resilience Movement Podcast. I'm extremely grateful for you tuning in. The Resilience Movement, let me tell you what it was all about. Gee, we started this in, oh my gosh, uh, 2019. Uh, The Resilience Movement is all about helping people develop their resilience muscle to have a more joyful, peaceful and balanced life, overcoming adversity without spending years being debilitated with fear and anxiety that can lead to depression or other health issues and taking your life back and realising that you have choices in life. Every day we have choices that can contribute to our inner well-being and overall happiness. I'm your host, Donna Moulds, and as a mother of four, and a grandmother of nine. Oh my gosh, I've been a mother for 35 years. My eldest just turned 35. (gasps) The gasp. I don't even know how because I'm only 40. No, I'm not. Um, (laughs) I've been an entrepreneur, trainer, coach, mentor for over 15 years. I think it's actually 20 years. I want to share with you some insights that help me reach resilience mastery most days. And I say most days because we have to recognize that it's a daily practice to our best lives. Being our best self each day is all we can hope for. So let's get started because today I wanted to share with you the power in journaling. And I'm sure I've done a podcast about this before, but journaling has changed for me of recent times. And um, for many reasons, it, it could have changed because of menopause. It could have changed because I've grown. It could have changed because, I don't know, I see um, journaling as a different tool now. Well, it's the same tool, but also it's for a different purpose at this time of my life. And I'm like it's the 20th of May and I'm, I don't know, maybe 11 days from my birthday, something like that, where I will be 54. I don't know. I just don't know how that happened. But anyway, it happened. Regardless, it's going to happen. The sun's going to come up. The tide's going to come in and out every day. So it is about living our best life and um, of late, I've been journaling for a long time. In fact, the journal I have in my hand, um, this particular journal, which I have a couple of journals going at the same time, which may seem odd, but it depends on where I am. I have a journal in places that I stay. and But this journal was my coastal journal because I had a, a place down the coast that I would go to on weekends. And the first date in this is the 21st of the 7th, 2017. And um, I wrote only a few small things in here, which is this is my coastal journal, new beginnings, new thoughts, new love, new patterns, new direction. My goals, my aspirations and my love for life will appear on these pages. My book will evolve like never before. And I've continued to write in this journal. In fact, today um, is in this journal and... I will write in this journal for the next couple of days, uh, 10 or 11 days before I start a new journal, which I'm very grateful because um, my daughters uh, got me 
a new journal for Mother's Day, which is a stunning journal with a dragon on the front. So I'm looking forward to starting that one. But I want to talk to you about how journaling has um, been such a powerful tool for me and I so encourage everyone to do this. I only know a couple of men that journal, but um, I don't know too many. So I'd love to hear from you. If you're a man and you journal, please tell me about it. Tell me, just tell me all about it. And um, I'd love to hear it. I'm very curious because I think it's a beautiful process to have. And I think that um, we should teach our children to journal and I do encourage mine to journal, but they're not at that stage yet, which is okay. Um, and in my journal, I write anything and everything, but it's only been recently that um, I'm writing my journal in a different way. When I leave this earth, my children will find my journals and they will read my journals and um, I think they think that I have a lot of hate in them or anger in them when I'm angry at them or but that's they'll learn that that's so not my, what my journals are about. My journals are certainly my thoughts and especially when I'm having a hard time, I get it out of my head and I put it on paper and I can let it go, which I've done a podcast before about and the power in that. And, um, you know, I, I think that for the most part, my journals are um, just thoughts and, and positive things and reflections and, um, and especially when there was um, some times where life was really tough and I needed to work through some stuff and um, putting it down in my journal I love reading back. So sometimes I will be writing in my journal, for example, today is the 20th of May 2023 and so I will go back to the closest date last year or the year before or the year before that, whatever my journals have in them and I have other journals in the other another place that I stay regularly and I sit back and – I read what I wrote a year ago and and so for example as close to today so I can either go back to the 18th of May or the 24th of May um, and so the 18th of May for example in 2022 uh, today I'm grateful that I'm able to have such a free life and be able to experience things I never thought possible today I'm grateful to have such an amazing team at work and moreover I am so very grateful for my family and every one of my children doing well um, Steph has a job interview today and I'm sure she will be fine this is a big step and so it's a reminder and I hope that it will be little snippets of reminder for the kids about stages they went through because I certainly write about their stages as well. And so this means that a year ago um, Steph got a job and was able to have a little bit more independence now that um, Tristan's at school and things like that. So, so I think they're really important things to reflect on and be able to read back over and other times when I've written how like when thing, times have been tough to look back over that a year later and go look where I am now that's a really powerful thing to do because it shows you how far you've come 
And when I was, and, and I do lots of professional development and personal development and especially around spirituality and and Esther Hicks um, once in her book she wrote about, I think I watched a YouTube clip about it actually. And so even in, so 5th of August 2018, um, I came across this and probably didn't come across it for the first time. You know when you read something or you learn something and you, you've heard it before, but you, it just wasn't your time to either implement it or really understand it. Or, um, you know, I've got many examples of that over the years where books I've come across that I couldn't quite get the concepts of. So I put them aside for a, for a while, sometimes a few years. And then when I pick it up again, I've obviously grown and evolved and developed in a way that I can get those concepts. And and I remember one of those books very, very clearly, which was Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I think that's the right title. Um, a paradigm shift back years and years and years ago when I really started on my journey. I'm talking two decades ago, if not three. Um, I couldn't understand paradigm shift or when I was reading um, A Course in Miracles, um, I didn't really understand atonement and there was just lots of things that way back when I was really starting to develop, I couldn't understand them. So I put them down for a while and then picked them back up again. Anyway, I digress as I do. Um, I want to go back to the 5th of August 2018 where I actually learnt this from Esther Hicks and I'll just read because I wrote it in my journal. Um, Every day do these things. Uh, One is daily meditation for 15 minutes. The second one is go outside and appreciate all that is, um, which is just taking a moment. Buy a book and write five pages of positive aspects um, and call it the book of positive aspects, uh, which also is known as your gratitudes. Look outward and upward and acknowledge that you are in conscious awareness, that you are in perfect alignment. Go into an endless loop of appreciation and acknowledgement of what is and the alignment of what joy you are creating and watch what happens. Understand the vibrational attraction of what you want is the same. It's easy to attract a button or money is the same. For example, if someone wants to attract more money, they might go into a loop of appreciation and it might sound like financial abundance flows into me easily and effortlessly. I can easily feel the feelings of joy in alignment with my desires. It's about feeling, thinking and allowing and flow. And so then I started writing Um, many, many things. And I can tell you I have a journal specifically for gratitudes that I have used for many years as well. And this year has been about some amazing things. So when I leave this earth and my children are reading my journals, I know I've started writing to them in my journals. And, you know, I remember my son um, has recently gotten married and he's he's actually the first grandchild of my parents to get married. And they have a few grandchildren. But on the 8th of March, 2023, so I wrote in here 
and um, I wrote a few things to my son, to which I will not put in this podcast because um, it's for them to read when I leave this earth. Uh, but I wrote in here as well is my speech that I said at his wedding and so he'll get to keep this because he, he may not remember what I said. It was very emotional. But I said, I wrote, mother of the groom. As the mother of the groom, I wanted to take a moment and welcome Nicole into the family. But first I must warn you, just in case you haven't figured it out yet, we're all loud and love fiercely and especially our love of family. So welcome to our crazy family, Mrs. Newman. We love you. And to you, my only son, Bradley. As I stand here today, I could not be prouder of the man you are. You did it. It was a journey most would never have survived, but most are not you. Congratulations and raise your glass and let's celebrate Bradley and Nicole, Mr. and Mrs. Newman. Cheers. And I guess writing these things down, they get to read these and read them whenever they like and um. Also, they will see some pages in here of recently where I have had a few struggles personally myself in going through this stage in my life. So, because you can talk about stuff like that, but I think on reflection, you might, you know, people might understand it more. So anyway, rather than me just babbling on here, I just want to go back to, you know, why journaling has changed for me. And it has taken on a different meaning, you know, at times it was about the struggle. But now it's about leaving behind parts of me, leaving messages for them and reminding them of different things that they might have forgotten about. Because I think that when they can sit and reflect on this, they can have, I guess, some greater insight to who I am, who I was and what was important to me. But one thing they'll read throughout this and they'll get is how deeply I love them, how deeply I want them to be happy and have a good life. And, you know, in some of it now I, I know that I'm going to make them laugh and in other times they will probably cry but I want them to um, I want them to read my journals where I think when I started journaling, I think I had this sense, this deep sense of, oh my God, I hope no one reads these. And now all I can say is, I wish I journaled more. So so now I do journal more, but in my past I wish I journaled more. I wish I wish that I um, shared more and um and I hope that from this you might get a sense of why journaling is important. Whether you have children or not, um, journaling can be such an amazing tool to get stuff out of your head, especially for those of you out there that are overthinkers because I'm certainly an overthinker. And so to get stuff out of your head is really good for your mental health, like to be able to write it down if you can't talk about it, to be able to remind yourself um, of how far you've come. The other thing to write down, which I do very regularly, is gratitudes. And um, my gratitudes are about what I'm truly grateful for so I can focus on that because it's very, very easy for us to focus on the negative and get overwhelmed by stuff. So 
I learned a long time ago, and this was from Dr. Wayne Dyer, is um, being grateful and and just saying thank you. And even when your feet first hit the ground in the morning, no matter what time that is, just being thank, just saying thank you three times, thank you for whatever. And it can be thank you for the air that I breathe. Thank you for the roof over my head. Thank you for my children. Thank you for my mum and dad. Thank you for whomever. Or thank you for the amazing job that I have. There is so much to be grateful for. And it can be as simple as thank you for this warm tea that I'm drinking this morning because just to be grateful, just to say thank you, can just remove some anger or sadness or resentment or or any of those negativities because it takes far more energy to be negative than it does to be positive. You know, just do that test every day and find out. Sit in anger, sit in frustration all day or sit in gratitude all day and I guarantee you, you will quickly establish which one feels better. So in ending this, because I don't want to rant on too much, even if you pick up a piece of paper and do that for one week and see how you feel about that, I so encourage you to do that. But also, um, guys, I would love to know your benefits of journaling because I've spoken to people who say they journal um, but don't do it very regularly. So I'd love to hear who's journaling and and what benefits you get from it. So um, thank you once again for listening to another podcast and I will um, catch up with you again soon. Take care and stay strong. Mm-hmm.